0: What's going on everybody? Daryl from Lamesville USPSA. Welcome back to another episode. In this one, we're going to be talking to the new USPSA Area 7 Director, Mr. Frank Rizzi. We're going to get to know him a little bit, see what the first couple of border directors meetings were like for him, and anything else that might come up. Stay tuned. It's going to be a good episode. All right, everybody, Daryl from Lamb's Hill USPSA. I am here with the new Area 7 director, Mr. Frank Rizzi. Frank, how are you? Good. How are you doing tonight? I'm not too bad. Appreciate you uh, taking some time out to chat with me here.
1: Not uh, o'clock. My pleasure.
0: So uh, I guess let's just get started. Uh, obviously, you're new as far as the area director thing goes, uh, yes. but it, from what I've seen, you've been around USPSA for, for a good number of years now. Mm-hmm. Um, why would you just start off with uh, just who Frank Rizzi is and how you got started in USPSA and worked your way up to where you are now?
1: Uh, sure. So, um, let's see. So, again, for those who, who don't know me or are not familiar with me, uh, my name is Frank Rizzi. I'm from the uh, New York City area. I live in Staten Island, New York. Um I actually started shooting uh, probably when I was in my teens. Um, my grandfather and my uncles were all uh, big hunters. They used to go uh, hunting every year in upstate New York. And um, that's kind of how I got started. I have family in upstate New York. Uh, I used to go there for the summers, got involved with, you know, mostly shooting rifles and, you know, doing some hunting up there. And um, when my grandfather uh, passed on, he left me uh, his rifle, a Remington 742. So and uh, we were the guys that uh, you know, once a year we used to go to the range to to site in uh to a local range out in Long Island, New York. And uh so that range actually got shut down. And uh one day I was like, Yeah, I need to find somebody else, someplace else to go <laughs> shoot. And uh never even knew that there were uh ranges on Staten Island, that we had um, you know, outdoor uh two, as a matter of fact, two ranges on Staten Island, not that far from my house. Didn't even know they were there. Yep. So ended up joining one of those clubs. Um and shortly after I joined, you know um I went down to you know became a member, went through the process, I went down there with my rifle and went to go sight in and as soon as I sat down on a bench, you know one of the older members, much older member comes over to me, hey son, you know how to use that thing <laughs> you know so uh, you know, and he sat there with me for a while and explained a lot of things that I didn't know and you know helped me get the gun sighted in and you know you know he was you know super nice, you know one of the, one of the old timers there. And I was like, wow, you know, i never been exposed to, to people, you know, in in this neighborhood, you know, in this, you know, this venue. So I got involved in the club. Um, really, really great group of guys. You know, um, the um, the person that was currently the uh, executive officer at the time, the ex- our executive officer, he runs the work parties. So uh, twice a month, we run work parties for four hours, cleaning up the club, you know, getting, you know, regular maintenance, getting stuff done. He was looking to run for a different position for vice president and said, hey, Frank, you know, you know, you can always come to the work parties anyway. You'd be great at this. So I said, yeah, sure. Why not? You know, kind of, you know, I wasn't uh, I wasn't a corporate member, so I wasn't able to even vote. But uh, nobody wanted a job because nobody wants to be there twice a month running the work parties. So I got appointed the position. Um, so I served on the board without even being able to vote because I was uh, an appointed member. Yep. So after two years, I became a corporate member. I had voting rights. I was, you know, able to vote. And uh just got more and more involved with the club. I shoot uh, I shot pretty much every match that we had except for cowboy action. Um I didn't have all the equipment and uh I just uh, just couldn't get it couldn't get it. Yeah, way too much equipment. Yep. Yeah, yeah, dressing up and I'm like, eh, hey, it looks like fun, but nice. not me. <laughs> uh, yeah, I got into rifle shooting, you know, I got my pistol permit, I got into we shot a lot of uh, like Bianchi Cup falling plate matches. Uh, police pistol combat matches so i shot all local matches got into that um and little by little you know i went from executive officer to vice president to director and then uh, over the last six years i've been the president of the club so i mean for the most part we've been shooting the same matches you know every sunday you know we've rifle matches nra silhouette falling plate matches combat matches bullseye matches we were doing the same thing over and over so I shoot everything and it got to the point where, you know, I want to do something new. So one of the guys says like, hey, you know, the other club down the road, Richmond Burrow, they um they shoot this thing, uh, USPSA action pistol match. You know, you should come down and give it a try. I was like, oh, my pistols aren't really set up for that. You know, I got bullseye pistols and revolvers. I'm like, I don't like don't worry about it. Come down. We'll take care of it. <laughs> so I went yeah. down to the match. I think I shot uh, my buddy's Glock. We happen to have a Magwell, so I had to shoot open with it. You know, uh, iron sights, shooting open, but I was there just to to try it out. And boy, did I get hooked. I was like, this is freaking awesome. (laughs) Like, this is great. Like, we got to do this at our club. So obviously I had the advantage of being on the board, which makes things a little bit easier. So, you know, I know everyone on the board. And I'm like, you know, I came up with a plan. I said, hey, you know, we could do this at our club. You know, it'd be a little bit difficult. We'd have to shut the whole club down, which is a big deal. Yeah. Because we're a private club, members only, not open to the public. We don't really let people come in. So it was it was a big deal to get it past the board, you know, because now we're going to be, you know, USPSA is open to the public. Right. People from the outside come in. I got to shut the whole club down. So that's two days. The members can't use the range because I said we're going to set up on Friday because it's a lot of setup involved. And,
0: mm-hmm.
1: you know, so we set up the match on Friday. Ran the match on Saturday, the one-day match. And uh we started out with just you know four stages with two shared firing lines, and it kind of took off the first year. You know, we're getting real good turnout, guys liked it, and so you know, newer shooters were getting into it. And I was like, hey, you know, we could really expand this. We got seven acres here, and we're not even using half of it. Yep. So I ended up I uh, put a proposal together. One of our members happened to be an architect, got him involved. I said, Hey what can we do here to build some pits, you know, build some bays. So we drew it all out. We got a contractor and, you know, I talked the club into, you know, spending the 25 grand to build some bays for us. So now we have, um, we have three bays and we actually just put another one in recently. So now we run a five stage match, all, you know, all independent stages, no more, you know, shared firing line. And uh, it it really took off. You know, our first match of the year is coming up next Saturday and it sold out in a day. Wow. So, and I got I 80 people signed up for the match, so.
0: Wow, that's impressive. <laughs> yeah, Sold out so that, already. That, that's
1: kind of how I how I got into USPSA. You know, I just, you know, went to a match at the other club down the road, really got hooked. And then from there, it turned into, like, you know what, we should host a major match. Yep. You know, and, uh, well, you know, we could only, unfortunately, we could only fit five stages. You know, we're, it's, we have a big club, but the layout of the club, we can only get five stages. And the other club down the road, they run a five-stage match. So about four years ago, I got together with the president of that club and I said, uh, hey, you know, why don't we try to do something? You know, we'll run a 10 stage match, five stages at my club, five stages at your club. You know, you shoot five in the morning, have lunch, and then drive over to the other club. And he's like, Yeah, why not? We could try it. So the first year we did it as a level one, and uh it worked out very well. You know, there's a lot of coordination involved, a lot of uh, a lot of logistics. Worked out well. And so why don't we try making this a level two? Took a lot of convincing, um, but uh, they they agreed to give it a shot. We made it a level two, and this year I think is going to be uh, our fourth year doing it. And it's been uh, very successful. We got uh, I think 180 shooters signed up.
0: Nice, so, very nice. Yeah,
1: that's kind of the story how I started.
0: Yeah, yeah sort of, sort of ish, similar to me. Um, you no, know, I just my father and I were sitting there watching YouTube one night and the match video just happened to pop up and we'd never even heard of USPSA. So went down to the Hamden club and watched a match and went, yeah, this is something we need to start doing. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so obviously you've been in USPSA for, for a good number of years. Mm-hmm. Um, like you said, what eventually led you to the decision to run for the area director spot?
1: So um, it was kind of um, probably it was about two years ago now, two to three years ago when you know, I started paying more attention to what was going on with the organization. Started, pay, you know, reading the, the board minutes and, you know, reading up on the bylaws and how things were run. Um, and then, you know, I got more involved, you know, online, keeping track of everything, what really was going on within the organization. And I saw some of the things that I, that I really didn't care for. Um, you know, it started out with the, you know, cause like I'm on, I've been on a board now for 16 years. Yeah. So, and some of the things I saw, I was like, oh, you know, we don't do it this way. And I don't think they should be doing it this way. You know, I know it's a national organization. It's much bigger than we are. We're just a local club. But I was like, yeah, I really don't think this is the way to be doing things. You know, I, I was looking for more transparency. Yep. You know, I didn't like the you like, know the way they changed the rules right before nationals. They made the, you know, so a bunch of these rule changes a couple months before nationals. I'm like, you know what? This is that's not right. This is not yeah. the way to be doing it. And it really pissed people off. Yep. You know, so um, you know, I mentioned it to a couple of people. I was like, I was like, hey, you know, I kind of mentioned it in passing, like, yeah, maybe I'd like to do that one day, you know, run for area direct them. and everyone, you know, people kind of like, you know, you should, you know, give it a shot. What do you got to lose? Yep. So, you know, I wanted to see some things changing. And, you know, I'm I'm not the type of person that sits in the back of the room and, you know, throws dots at other people. You know, I put my money where my mouth is. So I'm like, you know, if I'm gonna sit here and criticize, you know, I'm gonna put my hat in the ring and give it a shot.
0: Yeah, Yeah, I know uh there was quite a few things the last couple of years that there's been yes. a lot of a lot of pushback on social media and things like mm-hmm. that. Um so, uh, let me get through my list here um so speaking of the the organization uh as far as where the organization sits right now and where it's where you feel it's going in the future, just what are your thoughts on that and where would you like to see it go in the in the future
1: so uh to be honest, my opinion right now, I don't think the organization is in a good place. Um, from what I've seen so far, you know, obviously there are some things uh, I can't discuss due to confidentiality, right. yep. but there seems to be some significant financial issues that need to be resolved. Um, And, and, and you know, we're working on it. We now have uh, Scott Onberg on board as the uh, Area 3 director who has a, a very extensive financial background. This is his field. He's an expert in his field. So he's been working his butt off on a lot of this stuff. And um, he's actually been uh, explaining a lot of stuff that I don't know. I'm not a financial expert, so I'm not going to, you know, pretend to be an expert. And so, you know, I see right. these numbers. I see the bottom line. I, you know, I could read it, but I don't really, you know, that's not my expertise.
0: Yeah. can't, Don't really comprehend what you're looking at.
1: Right. Right. I yep. see the numbers and I see the bottom line. I see how much we took in and I see how much we lost. I'm like, this is not good. No, <laughs> <laughs> you know, this needs to be fixed. Like, where do we go from here? So, you know, it, it's going to be a challenge. So we're going to have to make some some drastic cuts. Uh, we're going to have to make some changes. Um, the fact that Nationals loses a lot of money, you know, on national events, they lose a lot of money. And there's very few people that actually attend it, if you think about it. We right. have 37,000 members, you know, and we have a couple of hundred that attend Nationals. Yep. You know, if someone gave me a number, I think it's like, what, 3% of our membership actually goes to Nationals? And we yeah, lose a ton it's... of money. It's not
0: a, not a very big number that go to nationals.
1: No, it's it's not. I mean, don't get me wrong. I mean, we need to have these events. We need to have, you know, these national events, you know, and I believe in them and I believe in putting them on, but there's got to be a better way to, you know, not lose as much money that they're losing. Right. You know, so, um, you know, they, they taking some steps this year, you know, we're running less nationals. We're only running, I think like four national events, which is a step in the right direction. Yep. Um, yeah. So. Uh, but you know, I'm I'm hopeful. I'm very hopeful that the you know the organization is going to turn things around. You know, we're we're going to get this straightened out. So, um, you know, I think I think we'll be okay.
0: Yeah, yeah. Part of the reason that I I started the podcast and I mainly started the YouTube channel to help inform younger or not younger but newer competitors and stuff and them right. what they need to know. But a lot of my podcast episodes seem to be reading the meeting minutes from the board of directors mm-hmm. meetings. Um, and I have gotten some feedback on that. A lot of people seem to like it because not everybody has time to sit in front of a computer and spend 10 minutes reading down through these minutes. Yep. Um, so I've been reading a lot of them over the mm-hmm. last, uh, last year or so. And, and uh, I, I have noticed some, some things like you said with the finances and um lack of transparency was kind of a big big one that stuck out to me Mm -hmm. um and
1: and my my thing is too is you know we we have nothing to hide you know i understand there's some things that we can't release yet you know due to the bylaws and the financial numbers but you know i'm sure you're right right in the last the last set of minute uh, meeting minutes that you know i made the motion to waive the uh 10.2, 10.2, which is the yep. confidentiality, so we could discuss the minutes. That, you know, and I said, I was like, "There's no reason that we can't speak to our members directly and tell them what happened at the meeting." You know, everyone wanted to know what's going on with Limited Optics. Yep. You know, they, everyone is, is is you know itching to find out. We, I mean, I'm getting tons of emails before you know we released it. You know, what's going on with it? What's the status? You know, so why can't we discuss this stuff? Why can't we tell our members what's going on? And right. some of the pushback we got was, you know um you know we'd like the minutes to come out first so we have you know everyone has the same message you know so we're all on the same page and I was like well I sat at the same meeting that everybody else did I know what's going on I know when I need to tell our members and what's going on you know if I say something wrong it's going to be reflected in a minute like hey you said this but the minutes say this you know what then it's on me right you know, so that that's why you know that this you know the certain stuff that obviously we can't discuss, like I said. But yep. for the most part, we we need to have more transparency. We 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 need to be more engaged with the members. We need to tell the members exactly what's going on and where we are, what our thoughts are, you know, and listen to the membership.
0: Yep, and that's that's a lot of the the other pushback that I've seen in the last year or so is a lot of the, as some people call them, keyboard warriors um uh, on on social media have been oh well the the board doesn't listen to the membership they don't care what the membership thinks you know the the board is just out to service themselves and and i i i did see some of that going on to be perfectly honest um i yeah. won't won't drop any names but uh there are few people on the board i yeah let's just say i uh, don't think highly of um so uh yeah i I was kind of, to be perfectly honest, shocked after the the February meeting when President Yimin Lin went on his personal Instagram the next morning mm-hmm. and started talking about, OK, we voted in limited optics starting May 1st. We did this. We talked about that. And we waived confidentiality. And I'm I'm just watching the video like where has this been for the last, you know, however many years? Why, yep. why has this not been a thing? Yep. And then when the mean, when the minutes came out, I was reading down through them and saw that you made the motion to do that. And I'm like, okay, I'm kind of liking this guy already. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um,
1: um, yeah. We, we discussed it at, at the, at the meeting. It, it was, you know, at the very end and was getting close to midnight. So we were at this, in this meeting for about five hours and getting towards the very end, and, you know, I knew this is what I wanted to do because I wanted to get the message out there, especially about limited optics. You know, I most of the emails that I've been getting recently before we released it was about limited optics. Yep. You know, people questioned me, what's the status of it, whether they're in favor or against it. And to be quite honest, most people were in favor of it, which is why I voted for the provisional division. Yep. Um My personal opinion, I really don't have any dog in the fight. I really could care less about the division, to be very honest with you. Yep. but majority of the emails that i got were for it i did get some some negative emails why we shouldn't add another division you know we're going to be watering down other divisions right um this is not going to bring in new shooters you know and we know this this is not to this division is not to attract new shooters right you know let's let's be honest you're not going to get new people going and out you know buy a five thousand dollar limited optic gun to get into uspsa so we know that so but like I said, most of the emails, the majority, large majority of the emails I got were in favor of division, which is why I voted for it. But again, so we so we discussed this, you know, at length at the end of the meeting. So I made the motion. Um, I believe Ted seconded it. And then it was a lengthy discussion. And, you know, the biggest issue was what I said earlier about getting the minutes out and everyone being on the same page and giving the same message and all this. And I was like, you know, I, I don't buy it. <laughs> That's... Yeah. You know, that's, that's, to me, that, that's, that's BS. Yeah, if if you're you know, all... We can get the message out there before
0: Right. You know, if you're all in the same meeting, so, you're all saying and hearing the right, same right. thing. If, Correct. you know, three people are saying something totally different from everybody else, well, what were you guys right. listening to? Yeah.
1: Right, exactly. So. Uh, uh, yeah, so when when uh, uh, you got that message out the next day, I'm like, wow, that, that's actually pretty awesome, I thought yeah, like, you know, he got the message yeah. out. This is what we discussed. You know, he didn't say anything, you know, and nothing he said was incorrect. Right. You know, he basically just, you know, gave a highlight of what we discussed, what we decided. And, you know what? Let everybody know, and let's move forward. You know, there's no reason to wait a couple of weeks, you know, for the minutes. and then, you know, it's it's not necessary
0: right. i I know, you know, I'll be on my downtime at work, you know, for the first week or so after the meeting, and I'll just periodically, Keep checking the website, keep checking the website, keep checking yep. the website. Well, yep. no minutes yet, no minutes yet. So, uh, yeah, getting getting the information out early, even if it is through just an email, mm-hmm. you know, an, an email blast of the membership. Hey, these are some of the key points we discussed last night or whatever. Um, I, I would like to see more of that. Yeah, uh, and
1: that, that's, that's you know, that's that's kind of my intention. Um, you know, they, like, there was some some pushback from some of the other board members about doing this. Yep. Um. So, but going forward, that is going to be my intention. To everything we can, I'm going to waive 10.2 so we can discuss it as soon as the meeting is over.
0: Excellent. Excellent. And as far as my personal take on limited optics, I'm, I'm still not really for it, but I'm not against it. Right. But I, I also look at it as how many... Limited shooters are going to switch to limited optics, and that gives me less competition Limited, so. limited.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and that, that's kind of one of the arguments I heard. Um, you know, a lot of new shooters, they get into USPSA, and their gun really doesn't fit in production. Uh, yep. Again, nobody wants to shoot 10 rounds, apparently. <laughs> so <laughs> I have no choice. I shoot 10 rounds for every division. You know, and so they ended up shooting. You know, have a limiting gun. They put an optic on, and now they puts that puts them in open, but they're really not shooting an open gun, right? So that's kind of this is kind of you know they created this division for those folks, yeah. So, but I kind of feel the same way that you do. You know, I really wasn't in favor of it. You know, it's, it's not. I'm like, you know, do we really need another division? You know, yeah. it's like yeah, I I really I don't have strong feelings on it. So I kind of went by you know what I heard from the membership. So, you know, I, I read every email that I got, I went through everyone. I tried to respond to a whole bunch of them as much as I could. Uh, so, and, and that's how I voted, you know, and that's how I'm going to continue to vote. You know, people reach out to me and if you feel strongly about something, let me know. You know, I want to hear from you guys. I want to hear from everyone. And, and, you know, I will take all that into consideration. You know, I'm not going to vote on something just because I want it. I assure you.
0: Uh, if only more politicians were like you. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, as as far as being area director, obviously, you've been to the in-person meeting and okay. you've been to uh, to the other meeting a few weeks ago. Is it the same as what you thought it would be? Is Are there any differences? How 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 has the experience been so far?
1: Um, it, it's kind of how I expected. Um, you know, it, it seems, you know, I've heard this from other people like, you know, every club's got one. You know, they say that, you know, they got one, you know, person who'll dominate the meeting and then one person who doesn't say anything, and then one person. So, and as I'm listening to all the people talk, especially at the in-person board meeting, I kind of compared it to my own board. I'm like, and I'm looking at the, you know, all the people in the room. I'm like, and I'm already like, okay, I know his personality now, I know his personality, and I kind of picked everyone out, and it's really it's not much different from my own board. So it's like, you know, the 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 faces and the names are different, but the personalities are the same. So it was kind yeah. of what I expected. Um, I wasn't really shocked by anything. So,
0: no big you know, car I, I falls.
1: <laughs> yeah, I can't say I'm really surprised at anything so far.
0: That's that can be a good thing and also a bad yeah. thing at times. But yep. Um. So, yeah. oh, go ahead.
1: I was gonna say I was, I was a little surprised how they do things you know, how that the meeting was run and, and, you know, just some of the procedures, you know, kind of a little bit different from the way we do things. You know, obviously I'm comparing everything to the way I run my meetings and right. how I do things. So some of the things I was a little surprised about, and, you know, I, I brought it to uh, yimin's attention. Like, you know, we really should follow Robert's rules a little bit more. We should be doing X, Y, and Z. And to his credit, you know, the last meeting, you know, we tried to really stick by Robert's rules. You know, we tried to, you know, have a little bit more, um, I don't know, have it a little bit more formal as opposed to informal, you know, where everyone talking and people talking over each other kind of thing. So, you know, I feel we got a lot more done. Um, the meeting was still f- f- over five hours, but it felt like to me, like there was a little bit more structure to it. And I think we accomplished a lot in that five hours. We went over a lot of the agenda items that we didn't get to at the in-person board meeting. There was a <laughs> lot of stuff that was still on the table that we never got to because of, you know, that the meeting was extremely long, two really long days. So, and we went through a lot of things. there was a lot of issues. There was a lot of stuff that we went over, and there was a bunch of stuff that we didn't get to. So you know, even though the meeting was five hours, we got through a lot of different uh, a lot of different topics, and we got a, a bunch of stuff accomplished. so which was a good thing.
0: excellent. Um, yeah, it always always seems like you get a lot more done when you don't have people arguing with each other. yes, <laughs> yes, um speaking of arguments, as far as you now being on the board of USPSA what would you say is your biggest challenge right now uh
1: what's my biggest challenge right now yeah well right now i'm sure you you've you've read the minutes and you've seen you know my my opinion is the minority opinion on the board so i i don't feel like you know i'm going to be able to get as much accomplished as i would like to because uh, I have a different uh, view of how things should be run. Um, you know, my my focus really is on the membership, right? You know, and, and that side. Um, you know, our members pay good money to be members of USPSA, and what are they getting for that money besides us keeping track of their classification? Yep. You know, you're paying forty dollars a year or however much you pay your life membership or whatever you paid. You paid something to be a member of our organization. What are you getting from USPSA? Right, you know, great. I can log on to the app and see, you know, I'm a B class shooter. Great. What else am I getting for that forty dollars a year? You know, I would like to provide more to our membership. Yeah. You know, I you know provide more support to our club, provide more support to our members. You know, being able to offer them different things. You know, and, and I'm not even a hundred percent sure what it, what all that is yet. You know, you right. know, maybe have a uh, you know some partnerships with companies offer you know discounts on even firearms or. Ammunition, props for clubs, targets, whatever, whatever we could, you know, do to offer our membership to make it worthwhile to be a member of USPSA. That's, that's what I would really love to do, you know? Yeah. So, but again, we have to get everything else in order first. Right. Get our finances in order. You know, there's a, there's a lot of stuff to do. Yep.
0: Yeah. And there's, there's one thing that I think a lot of people are forgetting, and that is without members, USPSA doesn't exist exactly so and that's that's the big thing is getting you know not necessarily getting as many members as you can Mm -hmm. but getting members and keeping them yes Um, I was talking to Lee Cabana last year and he said it's it's basically about a one-third turnover every year you gain about a third of the total membership and every year a third of the total membership doesn't renew their their membership yep so it's. And, and
1: there's also, it seems to be, there's a good number of members who, you know, we have 37,000 members, yep. but I think there's only, if I don't remember the exact number, but it's around 20,000 that are active. Right. That means there's 17,000 members who are members. They pay their dues, but they don't shoot any matches. There's no activity for them. Right. Why? Why is that? Yeah. You know, that's what I'd like to find out.
0: Yeah. Uh, I think there was another thing that Lee said was there's a bunch of people that show up, you know, in years past to yep. shoot you know, the, the multi-gun nationals. Right. But that's the only USPSA match that they shoot throughout the year. Right. So they pay for a membership to shoot one match. One match. Yep. And that's it. So, um, obviously, you know, like you said, you have different opinions on how things ought to be done and it just reading, uh, the last couple of minutes, it it clearly is i mean from my from where i'm sitting it's going to be kind of an uphill battle for you yes um especially with with the in-person meeting and i'm not sure how how much you can get into this but i noticed that you made four motions back back to back to back to back to rescind or lessen a couple of suspensions and Overturn a couple of terminations. And I'm sure a lot of the membership out there was glad to see that. Mm-hmm. But nobody, nobody even seconded the motions and they just died right there. Right. So that says to me, okay, Frank's fighting an uphill battle. Mm-hmm. And, you know, obviously Frank has a different opinion of whatever happened with these. Right with these individuals than the rest of the board. Correct. Um, and regarding, so, yeah, go ahead. Ryan.
1: Yeah. So, I mean, to get into that a little bit, um, I, I don't agree, you know, as I, I'm sure everyone knows now, I don't agree with the actions that the board took regarding those four members. And I wanted, basically my intention was to discuss it with them, you know, in order to do that, you need to put a motion on the table. The motion needs to be seconded. And then we could have a discussion. Right. So that was kind of my intention. You know, I, I kind of figured the, the I was going to lose, you know, because everyone sitting there except for the area four director was the, you know, the folks who made the motion to begin with. So I kind of figured no one was going to change their mind. And I kind of figured the motion was going to lose, but I would at least would have liked to discuss it, you know, and gave them my side and gave them my opinion and why I think that what they did was wrong. But nobody is even willing to discuss it. So they they wouldn't second the motion. They wouldn't have the discussion. I made those motions, and you know when I made them, nobody in the room would even look at me. You know they everyone sat there, and the president uh, read them out, and they died right there. And that was that was kind of the end of it.
0: But but I think you making those four motions kind of sets a precedent that. Frank Rizzi is not the kind of person that's just going to lay down and watch all this happen. You know, I know just from the membership side, a lot of people out there are wondering what happened. Mm -hmm. What what did these four members do to get suspended or terminated? And that seems to be something that nobody wants to talk about.
1: Right. And that's one of the things that's one of the things that I wanted to discuss with them and, and they wouldn't even have the conversation.
0: Yeah, that's uh, that's unfortunate.
1: It's it is unfortunate. Um, I I could tell you after those minutes were released, um, I got a lot of feedback from members. You know, mostly people I don't even know. Yeah. I had a lot of members reach out to me. My 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 social media and my email w- was going crazy for about a week.
0: <laughs> I bet it
1: was. <laughs> yes, it was. It was. And and to be very honest with you, I probably got no exaggeration maybe at least 3 dozen messages you know within the first day from members from all over the place thanking me you know for trying and for yeah. my efforts and i only got one person that reached out to me and said why do you want these cancers back in the organization <laughs> so yeah I, I literally that was that was the only person i got you know who was criticizing you know what i was trying to do
0: yeah. well i i i know a lot of the membership realizes that you you are for the members you're, you're not for the org. I mean, you're for the organization.
1: Right. I want to see, I want to see the organization succeed. Obviously, with you know, without the organization, you know, where are we? You know, I want to see the organization right. succeed, but we are the organization the members are what make this organization great. Yep. You know, the, the people that I've run into all over the country, all the people that I've talked to have been incredible. I've, I've, I feel you know, I've, I've made some now, you know, new friends, lifelong friends, You know, all over the country, people that I've talked to. I mean, we have really one of the greatest communities that that there is. You know, I can't say enough about the people in our community, the people that I've met. And that's what I love. You know, I love being around, you know, the great people, our members. They're awesome.
0: Yeah, I mean, I I just started shooting USPSA at the end of 2019, and I can't even count how many new friends I have now compared to... Compared exactly. to back then,
1: exactly. So you have the same experience I've had.
0: <laughs> yep. uh Let's see. And as far as like a lot of the resentment towards the board, um, obviously we know where quite a bit of that comes from. Mm-hmm. Um, and we obviously know your thoughts on that, and the fact yep. that you're you're trying to change that. Um, but why? I I. Probably already know the answer, but why do you think there is such resentment towards the board, especially the last couple of years? Uh,
1: I I just think people don't like the decisions that they've made. You know, they've made a lot of changes over the past couple of years. They changed the bylaws. They changed the role of the president. They added the managing managing director, changed the rules. You know, they're making all these changes and all these things that the members really didn't want. You know, they're doing they were doing all this stuff that really, you know, if if we're supposed to be representing the members, we're supposed to be about the members. The members don't want this stuff. Why are you doing it?
0: Yeah. Yeah, I know. I think
1: think that's that's where a lot of the resentment comes from.
0: I know the um, you know, I've noticed the board the last couple of months, they've been putting out all the surveys um, regarding the rule book changes and limited optics and and uh, stuff like that. Mm hmm. And And
1: I I will tell you to their credit, when we were sitting there at the in-person board meeting, we went over every single survey. You know, we went through them in detail, which is probably why they made the days even longer. So, you know, for people that said, oh, you know, they put these surveys up, and but they're still going to do what they want to do anyway. That's not entirely true. And, you know, I'm sure everybody knows where I stand. And I could tell you, we went through every single one of those surveys. We had it up on the big screen over there and we went through every one of them in detail. So the the board actually did look at those surveys,
0: and that was kind of where I was going with that that thought. Is I know the not the company that I work for, but the parent company that sort of we're affiliated with. They tend to put out a lot of surveys and things like that to figure out what the stores want, and Mm -hmm. then just go off and do their own thing anyway. So I'm (laughs) I'm really hoping that this new survey system, which I love. Um, they're they're actively seeking member feedback and i hope it continues that way i hope Mm -hmm. we get more of it and that the board i know you will but i hope the rest of the board actually listens and votes the way the membership wants them to not the way that they want to
1: yeah i i I agree i I hope they do also but um, you know, some of the issues we you know, obviously as you know this is the first time we're doing this the survey system. Yeah. So there were a couple hiccups, you know, you know, some of the way the this way the servings were worded right could have been a little bit better. But again, this is our first time doing it. So, you know, some of the some of the things they were like way too many choices. Yeah. You know, so and we got answers all over the place and we got comments all over the place, so that's some of the thing we need to work on, you know, having the surveys a little bit more refined. Yeah. You know, and work work that work it out that way.
0: Yeah, um, I mean, you're gonna have bumps in the road any yeah, way you go, but of it's just just smoothing those out is is the yep. big thing.
1: Yeah, but it's it's definitely a step in the right direction. You know, it's another it's just another tool that we could use to hear from the membership. Yep. You know, I wish more people would have participated in the survey. You know, some of the turnouts were were, were pretty low, but right. it's about par for the course with everything else. You know, as you know, the election turnouts were real low. Yep. You know, so. Which which tells me most people, the majority of our members really don't care. Right. They want to come to their local club, shoot the match, and go home. Yep. You know, they really don't care about everything else. You know, there's there's only a small percentage of people that really follow the stuff. that really, you know, take an interest in it. And, and really care about, you know, the organization as a whole.
0: Yeah. And that's, you know, that's what I'm trying to do with reading the meeting minutes and stuff is try to drum up a little more little more interest in the organization itself and kind of the back back end of it um and and hopefully with the surveys and stuff that will help drum up a little more interest in Mm -hmm. in the organization as a whole because i mean it's easy to say oh yeah send an email to your to your area director well how many people are going to do that you know
1: yeah you People know, do. I, I assure you. I get emails every day. I didn't think I would get this, but I do get <laughs> yeah, I get emails every day, believe it or not, from from members, you know, with their various opinions and questions, you know, and I do my best. Um, and as you know already, um, you know, I can't answer emails, you know, every day, all the time. Right. You know, right. yeah, I set certain time aside to answer a bunch of emails, so you may not hear from me for a couple of days, but I get <laughs> them, I read them, and, and I will get back to you.
0: And uh, yeah, for anybody Watching or listening to this, he will get back to you. Trust me. <laughs> even if it yes. takes a couple of weeks, he, yeah, he will it, get back. Even if it takes you. a couple
1: of days, I, I don't, I, I try not to forget, you know, I know who emailed me and, you know, I will get to you.
0: <laughs> yeah. And that's, that's the great thing also with email is there's a paper trail there. It may yes. be an, an electronic paper trail, but it's there. Yeah. So, I mean, instead of, I mean, you, yeah you can send messages on Facebook or Instagram or whatnot, but really email is the way to go because there's yep. there's that that trail of communication there yep uh let's see so speaking of trails of communication, if people want to get a hold of you with any comments, questions, concerns, how can they reach out to you or and or the rest of the board?
1: Uh, so we have a couple of, uh, I have a couple of email addresses. You can reach out to me at frank.rizzy at USP, USPSA.org or area7 at USPSA.org. Those both go to me. Uh, if you want to reach out to the board as a whole, you could send an email to board at USPSA.org and that'll go to all the board members. Um, that's probably the best way to get a hold of me right now. Send me an email. Like I said, I do get them. I read them. If I don't get back to you within a day or two, you know, I will get back to you. You know, if it's something you need immediate help with, like I've had people reach out to me, you know, needing help with RO classes and CRO classes and scheduling, stuff like that. That stuff, you know, I'll try to get back to you as quick as I can, you know, to help you get that stuff set up. Um, Any advice I can give, you know, I'm here to help. I'm here to help out the members of the area. I'm here to help out any way I can. So if you need any information from me, any advice, you know you want me to know your opinion whatever reach out to me i want to hear from you guys
0: all right and those email addresses i will link in the description down below um so in closing is there really anything else that you want to discuss or anything you want to say to the membership
1: uh i mean that that's pretty much it you know reach out to me like i like i already said you know i listen i want to hear from you i will respond You know, and and like I said earlier, I'm, you know, any vote that comes up, I'm going to vote the way, you know, the way I hear from the membership, you know, even if it's something that I'm against or I'm really not for, for example, limited optics, I really could care less, (laughs) but like I said, most of the the feedback that I got, people were excited for it. People wanted it, you know, and I got maybe a handful, maybe three or four emails saying why we shouldn't add this division, but the majority of them were people that, that want this division. Which is why you know I I voted for it. So you know I'm not going to vote for my personal interests. I'm going to vote for you know what I think is best for the members of Area Seven.
0: Yeah, you know, which is that's... why
1: I'm not going to vote for increasing production capacity.
0: <laughs> and and you know talking about the the limited optics emails and whatnot. That's very rare that you get more people that want something. Because normally it's you get all these negative opinions, and then then you only get yeah. a few few people that are for it. So to see that flip flop yes. is kind of interesting.
1: Yeah, uh, I was I was kind of surprised. I thought the majority of people will be against us, you know. And and some of the emails that I got were interesting because they actually laid out pros and cons of why we shouldn't have this division and why they wanted the division and why I should vote for it. So it was <laughs> I got some some interesting emails.
0: Excellent, excellent well so, I and think, uh,
1: also I'm yeah I'm gonna do my best uh, in the future, you know, to get messages out there of what's going on in the in the meeting minutes, you know what's going on, you know and, and I'm gonna do my best you know to try to do something like you did, put a video out, maybe even join you again on 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 a podcast, to discuss the the minutes yeah, that'd be great. I thought about doing an Instagram live. Uh, but you know, I can't see, you know, myself talking to myself <laughs> on Instagram. I, I'd rather sit down and talk to somebody like you, you know, that'd be great. Yeah. So I'd be happy to join you again and discuss the minutes and, and go over that stuff with you. It'd be awesome.
0: Yeah. I definitely love to have you again. Um, maybe next time we can do a, like a YouTube live or something like that.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And,
0: um, and do it that way. So yeah, again, uh, thank you for taking time out of your night to come chat with me. I'd love to have you on again.
1: Um, My pleasure, if, absolutely
0: Anytime there's anything you want to You know, might want to come on and discuss Just shoot me an email And, uh, and we'll get that worked out so, Excellent, I definitely will uh, Alright And there you have it folks Our first interview With the new Area 7 Director Mr. Frank Rizzi I personally would like to extend a thank you to Frank For taking his time To come on and uh, And chat with me and help get the Area 7 membership to know them a little bit better. Uh, This interview was a couple of months in the making with the in-person meeting and then my schedule and Frank's schedule. It just took a little while to coordinate. So Frank, thank you once again. Can't wait to have you back on the channel. Really looking forward to it. If you have any questions, comments, concerns for Frank, Area 7 at uspsa.org, or frank.rizzi, r-i-z-z-i, at uspsa.org. That is where you want to send those to. If you have a thought or suggestion or concern for the entire board of directors, board at uspsa.org. If you want to contact me, lambshillshooting at gmail.com. Also, leave a comment either on YouTube, you can also find me on Instagram, Facebook. Be sure to check all those out. Like, share, subscribe, as always. I will see you guys on the range, but until then, shoot safe.